1: known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world he kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time he is shepherd and and you are listening to the shepherd and bellis show Without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. Happy Wednesday, everyone. We're going to get right into it. Uh, There's lots of things to talk about. News, uh, things that people are doing, just like random chatter. There's weird like bat boy looking chupacabra things uh, we can talk about on the show. All sorts of stuff. Bethany Adani is with us and so is Aaron Cole. And don't forget... ATN.Live to get the word out about the new live stream, you know, when the shows go live. Rained Out Rantcast, he goes live every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. And our show, the Shepard Ambella show, goes live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, weekdays, Monday through Friday on ATN.Live. And then there's going to be blocks where those shows all rebroadcast and there's a whole schedule over there that we're working on Live support the network go to the bottom of the page make a donation because we have to keep it going we got it up and running but now we have to keep it going because i don't have any sponsors yet or anything so uh, let me know and i appreciate everyone who has contributed and a couple people you know put in a pretty good amount um so between i would say we had 15 donors and you know five of them put in a fairly good amount and that allowed us to get everything done to where we are now you know so um we appreciate that bethany's been doing a good job aaron cole has been doing a good job we're um just working on things with the network behind the scenes just trying to fine tune it Rained out. Rantcast is jump jumping in the mix. He's trying to talk to other people to get more shows going. Uh, we got other people in Clubhouse spreading the good word. So that's what we're doing. Uh, we also are going to talk about during the show and focus on it a little bit. Is the the whole lockdown situation and what's going on with you know the invisible enemy. What do they have planned with other invisible enemies? And what is our future going to look like under uh, these pandemic lockdowns and restrictions? So we're going to be diving deep into that. But before we get started, I wanted to talk about Joe Rogan with Bethany and Aaron a little bit. Um, Joe does a, a show on the weekdays, much like we do. And his show, excuse me, his show goes out on Spotify exclusively. Um, And I guess it streams on video and all that. And it used to be on YouTube and he kept getting banned. And then I know that they've pulled down Spotify episodes of his broadcast or he has himself personally. Now there's some chatter out there. I think the media might have spun it the way they wanted to to make catchy headlines. Aaron has some audio queued up, but Joe Rogan's talking about, I mean, from what I read in the mainstream, if you if you just go and read mainstream, you basically get the gist like Joe Rogan's an asshole. Um, he's He's kind of going around talking about shooting the homeless. Uh, that's kind of what I got out of it. I never even actually heard the clip, so I'm interested because I suspect, uh, and Aaron kind of told me before the show, but I already suspected. It was something like that. But Aaron, can you play this clip so we can all hear it?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna play it and then uh yeah, let's uh commentate after that. Here it goes. And then uh we're on the underpass and there's porta potties, not one either, like four, like a deck of porta potties. Wow. And then someone has a car parked there on the sidewalk, like partly on the sidewalk, so they're like half blocking a lane. And then they have like a, a canopy draped over their car and they have just stacks of shit. And then next to it was a dresser. They had a dresser. Jesus. So they had their shoes in a shoe rack. There was a shoe rack. Like this is where they live. They're that's just... really wild. I didn't know also that <sighs> um you know, when when you see stuff like that on the streets, at least in Los Angeles or maybe in California, those are that's protected property. Like by law. You know that? Like if you were so to you're go, not supposed to do that. But and, and, but like that's that person's property by law. If you oh, the go, homeless person's property yes. is protected? Yes, absolutely. Huh. If you were to go and try to move that or take that... You'd get arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't arrest you if you shot somebody. Maybe mm-hmm. you should just go and shoot the homeless people. I like your ideas. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> nobody claims it.
2: I mean, nobody does anything about violent crime in L.A. anymore. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. They're just letting people out yeah so that's that's the clip it clearly sounds like he's making a an affront and making a joke to to the the laws in los angeles is what i've heard what do y'all think
1: i think maybe he i think that maybe it slipped out to some extent and then he covered it with with that comeback a little bit but i mean fuck they got homeless people uh all their shit strung out under those bridges, and you go and park right there, and they got a shoe rack. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> no,
2: exactly. Kidding. Exactly. And I think uh, I That's read something up. about Muriel Bowser getting pissed about Arizona and Texas shipping illegal immigrants to DC, and like she's getting pissed about that, even though she's very much in favor. They, I mean, she's a mayor in DC, but everybody holds her up higher than she should be, but she's like getting pissed because there's so many illegals. Showing up in D.C. right now. so
1: Oh, really? It, they're just like hoard, they're yeah, piling so in there? Yeah, so we got that going on. Oh, yeah. And well, I think a
2: lot of people ship their homeless to L.A. too. So that's probably one of the other reasons why it's getting ran down. Well, it's
1: another reason why we're out of gas in America and it costs so much because they're just busing homeless around from one place to another. What they do is they they bus them out of one city and then the next city finally gets tired of them after they build a few encampments and then they bus them to another city and it's just this rotating loop and the bus company and the diesel fuel companies profiteer off of that. Plus that one diesel fuel additive that you got to pour in there. They make some money off the top too. So it all turns into a big uh, regurgitating loop.
3: How are they convincing all these homeless people to, you know, go to different cities and whatnot? I mean, usually homeless people they get settled and they get in their little grooves and their little communities, so to speak. How are they even convinced? I mean, what else are they doing with these homeless people that are unaccounted for too? That's what I'd like to know. Well,
1: what's crazy They're is putting
3: them on buses.
1: Yeah, no, on the run-up to COVID, when it when it started getting like pretty weird, they had. They had these cruise ships that I was talking about where they, I openly tracked from mainstream media reports, 12,000 people that were put onto military bases from cruise ships and who knows where they ended up, but they were, they were putting uh, the homeless on these buses on these white buses in um, LA and the military was doing something similar up near Portland but what they would do is they would offer them a whole backpack full of goods, uh, food, all these uh, little like trinkets and whatnot, and tell them they're gonna go stay in a hotel. And you know, I mean, I don't know if they actually took them to a hotel or if they took them to one of those um, soil and green blender facilities or whatever.
2: Organ harvesting. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, it makes you wonder like, oh, and this was military rounding them up. I forgot to tell you. So that's where it gets a little crazier. It was military.
3: Wow, that's really scary, you know, because a lot of these people are, you know, everybody thinks they're all substance abusers and that's not the case. A lot of them are our uh, former, vet, you know, our veterans and, and mental illness situations. And, you know, they don't, they're unaccounted for. People aren't looking out for them. They'd be really easy to go missing and it would be really easy for them to be disappeared. And God only knows what they're doing. But um, I, no, I, I felt like they
1: were doing that with COVID because, you know, they, they were saying like homelessness is at an all time high. And I started noticing this in Austin when I was there and Uh, I would notice that it seemed like the homeless were disappearing and I would talk about it and I'd try to like catch them doing something, but I never like saw anything, you know, but it's like really bizarre. And, um, you know, there's, they're claiming like homelessness as is at an all time high. But when I travel around the country, I'm seeing less homeless than ever. Did they use COVID to go round people up and put them on those, Hospital ships. Buses. Remember they had military driving school buses.
2: There's a lot of layers to that there. Wow. I didn't ever think about the homeless people in the, in the COVID cover up. That would be, that would be a hell of a story to break. I couldn't imagine breaking a story like that and getting everybody's attention with, with something like that. Cause we know we're told that we have the homeless prob- problem going on. And at the same time, they're kind of hard to find. I would say definitely living in Los Angeles if I was going to be homeless. That's I guess that's where I would go to. If there's an earthquake, you don't have to worry about your house getting crushed because it's probably just a cardboard box. Well, and you the know, weather's real nice. You People know, have money around.
1: Yeah, and and you know how these sick fucks in in the new world order think? You know, they're going to want to profiteer off the homeless. They're not just going to want to kill them. That's not good enough for them. So what do they do? Oh no. They take them to one of these facilities where they make this HEMA, this product called HEMA, and they just dump that in there and that's uh, Soylent Green because what they do is they get them into these big blenders with vats. Usually these facilities, these HEMA facilities, these Soylent Green HEMA extracted facilities, if you read on the back of your Soylent Green, it says HEMA. That's because they're across the street from the closest abortion clinic. And uh, they scoop up the entrails out of the sewers, any way they can get them out of the dumpsters. They just uh, and then they get that into the product because they have to profiteer off that as well.
2: Oh no, Bethany, I need a rebuttal.
3: Was that the Soylent Green chef? They were selling at Walmart. Well, that you know, I don't was know, actually but called Soylent but, Green.
2: You know, I
1: I checked into this a little bit, and there's really this fucking product that they're putting in this shit. Like you could probably go look in your fridge right now, Bethany, and you've been eating this shit called HEMA and they're probably going to tell you it's something, something. But, um, I, I think that it's a derivative from a, um, medical term. Uh, hemoglobin. Well, hemoglobin. He- yeah. Which
3: is, you know, Oxygen carrying, um, like a red blood cell.
1: Right. So, so that's what it is, pretty much, in my
2: opinion. Wow. Damn.
3: I think things are just going like, I mean, it makes conspiracy truth from, you know, even like six years ago seems so mild in comparison to the things that are going on now. And I personally believe are going on. I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Shep, the whole Soylent Green thing. I mean, it sounds so crazy. Of course it does. They made a movie out of it. That only happens in movies. Remember? I and mean,
1: that shit was in like 2021 or 2022. The, the, uh, back yeah,
3: 2022. That's in the fucking movie,
1: crazy. Yeah. And they're and they Now they're like putting this HEMA in the, the shit. And then they have those, um, the one sausage, um, beyond whatever that shit looks like a unforeskinned, um, pig <laughs> penis or something. I mean, like that shit looks like, like straight in the package, like they straight up cut off almost like a human penis. That's not been castrated or, um, circumcised. And the skin's all like yeah. wrinkled up, up on it and then they just serve Shriveled. it like that.
2: That is gross. Yeah,
3: uh, I can't if- believe how many um how many plant based products there are and companies that have exploded. And you have to remember being vegan. I've followed this for many, many years of my life and seen how, you know, I've seen how the the industry has changed the food industry when it comes to that. And I, I, I'm like, where are all of these plant-based companies popping up from? There's so many now and they're making like the meat, you know, the mock meats for lack of better words, the mock meats.
1: Mock meat.
2: Speaking of uh, speaking of uh, like uh, food and stuff like that, and how we're gonna try to get some more green products going on, Bethany sent this over: uh, an alternative to chemical fertilizers. According to researchers, using human urine or pea cycling could be a liquid gold alternative to chemical fertilizers, while he- also helping cut down on cut down waste. Amid the Russian invasion of Ukraine, chemical fertilizer shortages ha- are persisting, and e- experts are now saying that pea cycling, or the process of recycling human urine, could increase the, uh, the output of uh, crops. So we just need to go start pissing on some plants no, to uh, no, solve no. some of the, the food problems. This
1: is what, what they're That's doing. From one bad to another. What they're gearing up for is they want to be able to do this in a mass production way. So they want to be able to flood the, uh, the lettuce fields. You know, like when you get a watermelon, like think about this. Okay. Think about one of those big watermelons, you know, the non GMO kind they have. Well, no, let's go GMO. Let's go one of those little watermelons. They're real good. It's real ripe and it's seedless and you know you can just cut that thing in chunks and like put it in your mouth and you know like how hydrating that is right the the watermelon it's it's like super oh, yeah. hydrating you know um but juicy as hell yeah but the thing is is they want uh, to to leach the uh the sewers onto all the crops in a commercial manner to where when you eat that watermelon you're just eating shit water so the watermelon's going to actually taste like shit and you're going to be eating human shit same with your lettuce cucumbers tomatoes radishes all that shit you vegetarians like is just going to be literally all those veins like if you take food coloring and you put it in the water and you watch it like suck up a plant stem and you see the how it goes and it goes into like a flower and colors it That's all diarrhea, human diarrhea, that you're going to be eating. It's like you know those shrimp when you get the shit vein out of it, the mud vein, and you de de vein them. That's what your your cabbage will be like. Those big veins in the cabbage, it'll be like massive strings of shit going through your fucking cabbage. Oh, that's gross. That
2: is so gross. On a brighter side, I wish we could place some mud vein. That would go pretty hard right now. I'm going to have to do that after the show.
1: Go hard in the pan. <laughs>
2: oh, no, for sure. But there's there's a couple things I've heard of, of along with this. Not necessarily the pee thing. I've heard that more for like small gardening. I think like Mike Adams, I, heard somebody, I think I've heard him talk about that. And then I've also heard of this bio sludging, to where they could use like human corpses even too on top of like uh, pee and poop. And all that kind of that that's gets that's those the
1: remnants of the HEMA plant that they don't the good part oh. they save and they put it in the soil and green the leftover part they put into fertilizer called huma.
2: Oh, that's it's tying together. What the hell? What do you even shoot for this? And it just happens. The dots connect themselves sometimes.
1: Everything's connected. Jesus. That's
2: what <laughs> When Jesus. it when it comes
1: to this shit, everything's connected. You know, It we is, got, huh? we got open call lines today as well uh in case anyone wants to call in i'm gonna give out the call-in number it's 205-843-7437 so write it down here it is ready 205-843-7437, 205-843-7437. okay call in if you want to uh we'll have those open support the network i gotta plug it a little bit also You can visit IntelliHub.News. It's back up, but I need to um, update the content here pretty soon and get it all going. IntelliHub.News, there's some reports up there. Uh, What else? Um, We're working on streamlining the network. 97% of the listeners listen to the network on mobile, so I'm going to make sure the mobile version is all working perfectly and really nice, so I'm going to work on that. I was looking at some of the statistics behind the scenes and whatnot. And thanks everyone for uh, coming and listening to the live show. And remember, you can catch shows and you're going to be able to get all sorts of different content here pretty soon. Once different shows start airing and then we're going to have rebroadcasts all through the day and there's going to be some music hours and stuff like that, which will be kind of fun. I was thinking of a late night, like almost like coast to coast AM type Hour or so, someone could do. Ooh. You know, so.
2: Oh, that would be cool. On the weekends, I could maybe jump in on something like that.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Like a like a maybe even just a one day a week thing, and then it runs rebroads for that slot the whole week.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. Just talk about just like really just off the wall kind of crazy shit right there. Yeah, to, I'll try to find some guests for that too. Yeah, see what we can. Beat up with yeah that. any
3: suggestions from the listeners would be great too and and welcomed i believe right shep i mean and oh, anybody yeah. that's got any ideas or wants to even nominate someone that they think might be able to bring some good content to the show um might be something to be considered
1: yeah for sure and a lot of times people know of people that might make a great interview and and you know might have some information that needs to get out there also, if you've had a dogman encounter or a Bigfoot or Sasquatch sighting, let us know and we'll talk about it on air. I think that will be fascinating or any kind of cryptid experience like that. Mothman, Batboy, Aaron Cole, what's up with this um, Batboy looking thing? It looks like an albino fucked a monkey.
2: This is bizarre. Bethany had somebody send this over to her. I wish we could do this on video, but this thing has the the craziest kind of has like pink lips and then has like veins on its head. And these people look uh, Bethany correct me if I'm wrong here, but these people look like they're maybe like from India or something like that and
3: she's yeah, like laying like it's on somewhere this table in looking
1: yeah, but doesn't it it's look like, like they brought table. it in the back of a truck, like they found it in the woods or something? Like, it doesn't look, oh. doesn't it look like it has, like, a weird cocoon around it?
3: It does. I noticed that, too. It almost looks like it's got, like, it, like it's wrapped in a leaf or something. It's. I mean, it could be some type of really... Um, rare birth defect um or congenital birth defect it could be something like that but it looks awful bizarre and i mean it looks like this video could be genuine it looks do we have the audio
1: from that video like can we play it and listen to the chaos that's going on like what was going on in that they were all just kind of yeah it
2: sounds weird though yeah yeah let me cue this up it's uh 38 seconds let me go ahead and open up that and we will listen I just want to pause that real quick it sounds like it's making like
3: a baby cry right it did
1: but then it sounded like a demon that last little fucking part sounded like a little demon baby
3: yeah. Babies can and, uh, sound uh, no. like demons sometimes. Oh, yeah. They can little <laughs> <eat laughs> demons at times. You know, just with Give your little dog, it. Shep. <laughs> <laughs> Got
2: yeah. about like twenty seconds left. Let me go ahead and finish it. <laughs>
1: Oh,
2: like, it's so weird there's like a it's like a whole group of people it almost looks like a family almost and they're like what the hell is this thing that's I, bizarre as shit i, think I don't they think that's found it that's that fake i don't think it's fake
1: it looks real like they found it maybe too
3: Well, it could be, too. Let's remember in some of these other countries where we've used a lot of, um, Mm -hmm. you know, chemical warfare and being the military industrial complex that we are. I mean, and and God only knows the things, experiments that they've been doing overseas. We know what they're doing here. Um, We know what the vaccines have done in India with the polio giving children polio thanks to bill gates i mean please so god only knows imagine what they're doing behind the scenes
1: lord please forgive me i said it looked like an albino fucked a monkey if it i mean if it was an actual (laughs) human but i don't think it was i think it was like bat boy or something
2: mothman you threw out a couple ideas out there i can't remember them all but there's there's some couple ideas. Speaking of, I guess stuff that's uh, been drummed up by messing around with different creations and different countries. Uh, a couple of days ago, Ghana has uh, confirmed two cases of Marburg virus. I thought you were gonna say this... Ghana
1: has confirmed two cases of Rhea. <laughs> if I How
2: if I was a better if I was better at being funny, I would have did that. Damn it! I need to work on that. Uh, have y'all heard about marburg before i think it's been around or is identified i had an article but it's like ebola it's kind of like ebola i think it was first discovered in like the the 40s or something like that is when they started noticing it it has very normal characteristics at first but the the fatality rate is a little higher and that's something that kind of caught me. I should have labeled these clips a little bit better. I think I found this one in Al Jazeera. Oh, of uh, the the symptoms to it. Okay. Symptoms for Marburg. Tell me if this sounds familiar at all, anybody. Fever, chills, muscle aches and pain. Nausea, vomiting, chest pain, sore throat, abdominal pain, and diarrhea may appear as well. Could, could they've been using covid to cover up like a marburg yeah outbreak and yeah that's you we know see what
1: happened it. you know what happened this is a trip i had got sick before covid hit and uh before they admitted it or whatever and what's weird is uh, i thought i was like gonna fucking die and I, and all this weird shit was going on and i had like gurgling in my stomach and and um I ended up going to the hospital and I was like scared and I, and they're like, well, the doctor's like, where, where have you, uh, have you traveled recently? And I go just to the Ebola stricken region of the democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> and he started fucking laughing, but he knew I was joking. But, um, but he goes, dude, that's actually not that crazy because we had a bulletin, or something, and he mentioned something like that, and then then, when he was like telling me what he thought it was, he goes upon first guess, I would think it's a parasite, but I think we're overthinking this, and I think it's just gas, like trapped gas or something and but but I also had like right before that happened, and that's when I was kind of recovering, I had like maybe like. A crazy, um, you know, it felt like the flu times 10 type shit and all those symptoms. And uh, I was wondering That's if, uh, yeah, because he mentioned um, Parasite and it seemed like the, the uh, place was all ready for it. Like, because he did mention that uh, they sent out a bulletin, you know, and then like I think it was like two or three weeks later the they admitted COVID hit, you know.
2: Wow, that's pretty trippy. I'm I'm going to poo-poo my own point just in full disclosure. Some of that was me being a little satirical. But to read on a little further in this article, the WHO says patients might develop severe hemorrhagic manifestations within seven days and fatal cases usually have bleeding often from multiple areas. During the severe phase, patients show sustained high fevers. The patient might also show confusion, irritability, and aggression, maybe like a zombie. I'm adding that last part. In fatal cases, death can happen eight to nine days after onset, usually preceded by severe blood loss and shock, the WHO has said. Well, last remember the, where... the
1: people in China were bleeding out their eyes and mouths and shit, like crazy shit was going yeah. on?
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And this last little part I find very strange. Fatality rates have varied from 24 to 88% in past outbreaks, depending on the virus strain and case management. 24% to 88%? What the fuck? How do you have that big of a variation? Like, I can understand like 10, 20%, but from 24 to 88%? Damn. That sounds like.
1: Damn, son. It
2: could be something lower, something higher, which could bring back into the COVID thing. Like, say, so we didn't see people bleeding in, like, the United States, but we did see that kind of stuff in China, like you said. But it sounds like there's a lot of variations of Marburg. So China. We might be fighting this instead of a COVID thing, which would, I guess, kind of lead to the idea of the government acting out of, you know, irrationality and trying to crank out a vaccine real quick. Could maybe feed into that. That kind of point of view, if somebody has that inclination, but this this disease, Marburg, this virus, uh, not a disease, but this sounds off the rails crazy and unpredictable.
1: Well the government get ha- go ahead, Bethany.
3: no. I mean if they if they if there's a virus and people start bleeding out of orifices, there will be panic in this country. I mean, look at how people have reacted and still continue to react to COVID. What do you mean? Rosie
1: O'Donnell's already bleeding out orifices. Isn't that uh, what Trump said, remember? Or no, (laughs) Megyn Kelly. (laughs) I think he said that about Megyn Kelly or something. And it was like a big thing.
3: I forgot. He said so many things in his time. Just another, another divide and conquer tool they used
2: uh, he was the funniest he was the funniest out of all the divide and conquers <laughs> but yeah he said some wild shit
1: he's like because you would be locked up if he was in charge or whatever he told hillary yeah you and would... that never
3: happened <laughs> did it just I like know. i said new world, new world water tool <laughs> like
1: don't you think he would have locked her up like the first fucking minute he uh he congratulated her that he that called would... her behind the scenes and shit <sighs>
2: so donald that's donald yeah he talked mad shit but he wasn't about nothing oh my goodness
3: well what about but aoc this... didn't she get locked up i mean they they arrested her and you know her hands were behind her back and i you heard know,
1: she didn't even have and handcuffs she waved on
3: to people while she was while she had her hands behind her back all of a sudden <laughs> you see a wave i mean what a joke what a show what a show
1: so they're just staging all this shit up you know
2: they, they they handcuffed her with uh, Wonder Woman's invisible lasso, that's why it was there, but then it kind of slipped off as she was walking away, but then she got it back under control. Oh,
1: she, she was walking away shit. like she was
3: so cool, too. Like, she was so swag. Oh, yeah. Like, she was proud of herself. She's like,
1: yeah, I'm AOC, motherfuckers. AOC.
2: She, she sucks so bad, but she is really good at playing the game. She is just, like, perfect at it. In her own evil way It's very evil and nefarious But she is so good at the PR side of Doing political shit It's it's not even fair But we gotta get better at doing it too With Or our people need to get better at it Alex Stein is great too Like what he did a couple days before that Was completely awesome He got her to go off the rails So we got people that can play this game But she is really good at it too though For their side
1: AOC Surely she's got to be like some type of CIA implant or something, you know, like these people always cause a buzz. Remember the director of the CIA, one of them said, um, said like if, if they're in the entertainment industry, like anyone that's predominant has been compromised and they're a CIA asset.
3: Oh, yeah. I think anybody that has any type of prestige has has had to have been compromised. I mean, maybe there's a few, a handful that haven't been. But uh, somebody in the entertainment, actually it was voiceover guy, Shep. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's got experience in the entertainment industry, you know, working on the, the the lighting and all that stuff. But he was saying like it didn't. I remember him. We were having a conversation about it and he's like, it doesn't matter if you're an A B, C-class, you know, type, uh, what do they call them, actor or actress, you know, like, there's not one person in that industry that doesn't, like, have some idea of what's going on. And some are really, really deeply embedded. It's much like the Masons. You know, you have these lower level people that really don't get what's going on. And then the hierarchy just continues to get more evil as it goes up the ladder. I don't have any respect
1: for uh, Freemasons because You know, now we know they got all their masonry for free. So I mean, like, what did they really do?
2: Good PR is the only (laughs) thing I can think of. Just like the like the United States of America. I had this conversation on Fourth of July with uh uh this Mexican guy I met and we were just kinda talking about that and just PR. PR is one of the most powerful things ever. We've seen it with COVID. You see it with climate change. Just getting in front of that narrative. That's what makes it so powerful. Who controls like, that first initiated attack like in the media or anything like that usually fares pretty well. It's all about that PR. Yeah,
1: that's that for base. sure. Yeah, it's all about the base. About the base. No trouble
3: and that all comes down to money and power and i think they are yep. sick they they their money is is overflowing it's this power they want they want this control they're just they're they're so sadistic and that's why i personally i'm into the whole reptilian thing because i just i just think they go beyond human evil i mean humans can be evil don't get me wrong but i think these these beings you know i think they're hybrids and they're just they don't care about the human population.
1: They God hate us actually because we're baby. created
3: in the image of God. That's why.
1: Yeah, the uh, that's crazy though if they're running human hybrids on Earth now like as a regular thing. Because one other thing that's like really strange about all this is, remember when the truck driver I forget his name offhand called in and he was talking about all the black lights that they're putting in on the freeway on the on the street lights and then i went in and i was checking and there's all these different cities that are replacing their street lights with these black lights and then there was this one airplane that flew over and it was like scanning with a purple laser beam looking thing like it was a a black light scanner looking thing and then it makes you think like um okay uh, you know are they trying to find uh this luciferous substance that's in people's blood now and that's how they're tracking them through the vaccines or something weird or is there two types of species and is there now a separate surveillance grid for this uh, species that could be coexisting on the planet with us currently
2: wow those lights are still out there by the way i I've tried to figure out a reason and a purpose to it but ship i hope you're wrong on that one because that would be insane right that's uh, one on of the wave. only
1: things i could think of i mean or or just like tracking of some sort you know they could even yeah. uh mark someone's car with like um i don't know like a glow-in-the-dark paint on you know they could paint on the seal on the roof of it like a number or something and then like a drone could follow it around or something who knows
2: exactly yeah and those lights are still out there we first started i didn't realize that went on youtube and i've started looking that up a while back that's been reported for like two three years now and i still i've still seen them when i went to uh south padre for fourth of july there was still some between like san antonio and south padre like i'd see them occasionally on the road and it'd be like different roads it wasn't on the same highway or anything like that like i get off one highway get onto another and I it' still, I was still seeing those. I don't see them in my area that much, but also I don't go out at night a whole bunch anymore, because I'm getting old. But like those lights are still out there. How is that still like a manufacturer's defect and all this kind of bullshit that they were claiming that was uh, the responsibility for it? There's no way that's true, because they would have shipped, they would have changed them out by now. Obviously, there was just a cover up of why they're putting them out, and then we just got to figure out what the reasons for. Hopefully, there's not lizard people. But I I do think that it is a possibility. Damn
1: lizard people. You know, uh, during (laughs) COVID, during the lockdown, there was all this drone activity up in like Wyoming or Montana or something. I can't remember which state exactly, maybe like Utah. Um, And no one knew where all these drones were coming from. They were flying them as if they were in a formation or a cluster they actually have smart clusters of drones and this hive technology um, that the drones operate in a swarm technology actually. And when I, when I checked into it at one point back in the day, like 2015, 2016, they were running these tests with the air force where they would drop all of these AI programmed um supposedly artificial intelligent robots, they would drop them out of the belly of a um, F-16 and they would launch 100 at a time. And these drones would swarm down together and they would carry out a task. And if some of them got lost, they would still carry on and continue their mission. They could break off into separate missions and reconvene. So this is the type of technology that they have. I mean, literally like you could be standing there and there could be like a hundred drones coming at you and they can engage you in various different ways. Some of them might run surveillance. Maybe 10 of them break off and swoop around the perimeter. Um, maybe five come from each way and try to shoot you. Yeah, you I was know. about
2: to say some of them could be armed.
1: Yeah, that's is crazy shit. Also those those robot dogs and all that shit. I mean, when when rich people and um, people that have money and and big criminal organizations outfit armies of robot dogs with gun turrets, then we're gonna have problems. We're gonna be in like Robocop, Chappie level urban combat. That's where it's gonna we're be headed.
2: Sick shit. Yep. It's gonna be sick as shit, and we're, we see the the COVID coming back. We see now the Marburg, like I said, very small outbreak. I think it was just two cases in Ghana, but uh, you know how world travel and world uh, commerce works. People are always on the move. Uh, the U.S. is uh, is approaching two thousand cases of the but monkeypox. We are at nineteen hundred and seventy-two cases. There was, uh, let's see here, the cases have doubled in New York to uh, 490 cases in New York, while Washington, D.C. has the highest per capita rate, which I think we know why. All the politicians are there, and they like a lot of butt play, it seems like. But uh, part of me kind of wonders also, is this going to break out of just the the butt <laughs> relations and then go airborne? <laughs> We know Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper are out here are the bigger the biggest spreaders right now of the monkeypox but do you think they can make a play for this especially if we like bring into account like maybe the vaccines are lowering <laughs> <laughs> I can't be serious while you're doing that
3: Sounds, nice sound effects <laughs>
2: But if, uh, like, I say, like, these vaccines, like the COVID vaccines and stuff are, like, lowering some people's immunity, I don't think it's all, but definitely we could say some for sure. This could, like, kind of go on its own, kind of, like, parabolic course to something else.
1: Parabolic course this, to hell.
2: Yeah. I just pulled a, that out of my ass.
1: We're on a goddamn parabolic Ba-doosh. course to hell.
2: And then we could see how like drones and stuff like that will be used to, to surveil us in these new lockdowns. Like if you walk out of your house, you got this killer dog drone, be like, get back in your house now or we will shoot you (laughs) three, two, one. And then boom, bitch, like get back in your house. I think that was, that movie came out like two years ago or so. I think it was called Songbird. Oh, did you ever yeah. see that?
1: Right, right, yeah. There's one
2: with COVID 23 or something Yeah, like that, that was a
1: trip, huh?
2: I think we're getting there, especially when you bring in like all these, which these are topics for another day, especially like bringing in this overarching idea of like a, this Ukraine war and then how they could like nuke us and then put us in this martial law state. But well, just did, there's trying this, to exclude that. There's
1: this one movie hmm? where it's like a war broke out in the U.S. or something. I didn't really pay like too much attention to it, but it was on in the background. And, um, basically it was like a red Dawn type thing or something. These people went to like this cabin in the woods and they ended up trying to escape to Mexico. And when they got into Mexico, like it was no- all normal. Cause in the, like right when they crossed the border, cause it was all just we- oh, weird in the U S you know,
2: is that the, the newer purge? I think it might be. It I, that can't, one?
1: I can't remember. The shit's crazy, though, because it's like I feel like it's like that. Like they'll script it up in a in a country and it has a whole narrative and you could cross the border and it's just normal.
2: Oh, yeah, that could definitely feed into it, especially if you're trying to bring the population under this lockdown control. You want to make it as crazy as possible with the money supply going to shit the, the food running out, fuel being impossible to own, everybody's losing their houses. That'd make the perfect situation to have this great big-ass lockdown to where everybody's going to go beg the government. When you have to ask Big Brother for help, he, he takes that shit pretty seriously, and he's going to impose some of the most draconian kind of shit down on you, and you'll have to get vaccinated for monkeypox. You'll have to get vaccinated uh-huh. for all the COVIDs. Can you imagine if you hadn't had any COVID shots and you show up and like, please, big brother, I want some food. And it's like, dude, we're about to hit you with all 16 doses of COVID right now. Well, oh, 16 man, doses they'll probably do that. Vaccine.
1: Don't give them any ideas, Aaron. Uh, okay, sorry. I don't <laughs> want to go too far. <laughs> we got open call lines in case anyone wants to call in 205-843-7437. 205-843-7437. Call in. Let us know uh, your thoughts on some of this stuff. What else are we going to talk about? That um, cryptid-looking baby, that thing was a trip. I don't know what that was. It was just like wild. Well, I'd
3: like to give a little update on my goose goose chase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is some good news to everybody out there that um, prayed for the goose that I was trying to catch that was injured, that had the injured foot. Thank you for your thoughts and your prayers and your energies, because um, with some help from an organization called Wildlife in Need, which helps with trap and transport, um, we were able to get our goose, who ended up having a fishing line wrapped very tightly around the leg and it caused swelling and it was very deeply embedded in the leg so they've removed he's at uh Pocono Wildlife Rehab and uh, Rescue right now and they've removed the um the wire so when you're all out fishing be please be careful because this can get it wrapped as we could see wrapped around geese and I heard a story recently from a friend who uh uh, does some wildlife rescue and uh, had to uh, rescue some baby foxes that um, got wrapped up in wire as well. So we do we do need to take care of our Earth better. I'll say that. But anyway, so he's up in rehab and they're just waiting for the foot to heal. And then when he's or she's in good condition, um We'll come back my way, and we'll get to do a re-release. So I'm really excited to be a part of that. So again, I just wanted to give a quick update. I know you guys were uh, praying and thinking of him, so thank you well, so you much. Well, you know what they so. say:
1: what's good for the goose is good for the gander.
3: <laughs> he, he was going to have his goose cooked if I didn't do it. If we didn't, you know, somebody didn't, you know, a group sounds of caring like, people. Didn't it sounds like
1: you really spruced his goose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, you're a, you're a goose brucer. That's
3: awesome. Poor thing. Can you imagine having that wrapped around your leg? It Mm. must've been such a relief. Yeah. that's. must've been so scared It's so stressful to do this because, you know, we had to coax him up on the land and she had, you know, we had a professional with us. She got the net and netted them and knew how to, you know, pick them up. And it's just, it's like the poor thing though. You wish you could communicate, like, we're trying to help you, you know, nothing bad's going to happen.
1: Uh, We're not the new
3: world order. We actually (laughs) want to do something for the earth and help it instead of making up crap to enslave people more and creatures and other sentient beings.
1: Yeah, that's cool, though. And so he'll probably save his leg or what?
3: Yeah, they're expecting him to have a full recovery. And like I said, just once he gets healed and everything looks good and um, he's ready to to be released, he'll come back to where we got him and we'll... I'll probably take some video of it. We couldn't do any video of the uh, the capture because it was just, um, you know, the woman who came to help. Her name was Connie, myself, and my daughter. So, you know, we were focused on getting him safely, um, you know, to safety. So, and uh, capturing him. So, anyway, thanks a lot, everybody, for your thoughts and prayers. Really appreciate it. It Go out and do something good. Do something that can, will make you smile. We have to remember that because there's so much negativity. And just anything you, your strengths are, just search yourself for your strengths and just go out and, and do something nice for yourself and someone else and whatever your strengths are. We're, we're so focused on our weaknesses. At least I am. I'll speak for our, that's what they want. They want us to focus on our weaknesses. They don't want us to realize how strong we really are. So anyway, that's my spiel.
1: Uh, that's cool. That's awesome. I'm glad the thing's going to be okay. You know, because that uh, I I'm sure that was, like, extremely painful. I was thinking, like, what would that feel like to have, like, fishing line tightened around your leg for, like, days or whatever? Ouch.
2: Even around your finger, that's pretty uncomfortable. I used to fish a bunch, and I'll I'll definitely rethink my... Uh, I don't do it quite as much anymore, but next time I'm fishing, I'm definitely going to rethink uh, my, my uh, options when I'm fishing and try to make uh, sure I'm not uh, putting out a bunch of line out there for mess up some waterfowl
1: you got to get biodegradable line that biodegrades when you cast it out
2: then, then you'll never get any
3: <laughs> <fish>. <laughs> that's the point it's fish friendly
2: it's well fish we
3: just friendly, leave right. leave the you know leave the environment the way you came upon it you know or well sometimes it's not always the best situation when you come upon a certain natural environment either People, I just can't believe it. Like, people literally, they just don't have any respect for it. And we definitely do have a, a a crisis with the planet, but not what they're telling us. You know, we do need to take it, care of our Earth better, though. I do I do agree with that. Just not their way.
2: It, exactly. Our, our president was talking about this today. I know this is a little late in the show, but uh, I have one more clip of Biden. Biden. Oh, uh, I say Biden. Biden sometimes. I don't know why I say that. But did oh, you all get to watch this? Oh, bad. He's uh, standing in front of this shitty ass looking beach. I think this was in Massachusetts, I believe, but this is a terrible backdrop. I wonder if it's fake. It could, it's probably real, but this looks fake as shit. This beach looks like ass. There's a river with the bridge and everything. And uh, he's talking about when he grew up in Delaware. And uh, tell me, tell me what y'all hear with this.
1: And guess what? The first frost You know what was happening? You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time Delaware had the highest cancer
2: rate in the nation?
1: And guess what? Oh, my bad. Sounds like he has cancer.
2: Does he have cancer?
1: I don't think he's fit (laughs) to be president.
2: I don't think so either. I mean cancer would definitely be the least of his worries right now with the Yeah, the other I was gonna problem. say that'd
3: be an improvement for sure. <laughs> what have we become guys? Just
2: look. I don't know. In this beach okay. he's standing in uh with he's standing in front of it looks like dog shit.
3: It's a green. Screen. Like a, he's like, I'm gonna stand <laughs> in front of dog right.
1: shit. Yes. Right here. That would be a bit. Yes, it doesn't yes, even sure.
3: look real, Picture. I saw it. Right it's in like, front of
1: this dog shit. I'm gonna ride my bicycle
2: and <laughs> just fall in it. Did y'all see the thing on Google Maps where somebody—I don't know if it's somebody that works for Google—I don't know how Google Maps works—but somebody marked it as Brandon Falls, where he Brandon fell off the falls. bicycle.
1: Let's fall, Brandon.
3: <laughs> no way. For real? I don't know
2: how that works. It's just what Brandon I've seen on Twitter falls. and stuff. <laughs> Brandon
3: Falls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Niagara Falls. They, they should rename it Brandon Falls.
3: I found that so funny when he fell off his bike. I mean, it's funny when anybody does it, but it's so expected, oh. too. Yeah. I've, Where do they off grow these people?
1: Fuck, who knows. That's a
2: good question. Where do they grow them from? From the, from the clone factory or something. Jeez. It's not good. I fell off a bicycle, and I've laughed at myself many a times. Your shoestring gets caught in like the, the gears on the pedal. I've done that several times when I was younger. I don't ride bicycles anymore as an adult cuz it's dangerous. Right. And it's it's not fun uh, to do but especially if you a, have those happens, clip-in pedals. But it's so funny.
1: You have those and uh they get stuck and then whoo, next thing you know, boom.
2: Exactly. I'm wondering what he's going to he's supposed to be putting out some some climate emergency executive orders coming out. I've heard some brainstorming. I, I think there's a list out. I'll try to get that together maybe tomorrow or Friday or Monday and we can dive into that. But supposedly he's talking about like shutting down like uh, oh real exploration off the coast and all kinds of crazy shit like that, which would see that makes no you know, sense. Completely it, tank our it, economy.
1: Yeah. Like how they always do the opposite of what you should be doing. You know, you ever notice that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. It, it's yeah, they're like,
3: upside down. They're upside down. Like
1: how could all these people just magically believe you should do the opposite of what you should be doing? Whether it's Bill O'Reilly saying you should never go on the internet because nothing can be trusted on there or whether it's, um, you know, uh, them telling you there was a single shooter for the Las Vegas shooting out of a 32nd floor window or, you know, whatever it might be,
3: or they found Mah- Muhammad Atta's passport, <laughs> passport and shit unscathed on a Manhattan Street sidewalk.
1: Just perfect.
2: If you can believe that
3: or not?
1: It went through a nuclear explosions, nanothermite, fucking barometric bombs, uh, all sorts of bullshit, shoulder launch missiles from the um, building over there. And uh, it's just unscathed perfectly.
2: Just laying there for you to find, Uh, Charlie. Charlie Robinson in his uh, podcast intro, he has that little bit of clip. He's like, "We found one of the terrorist (laughs) passports. Believe that or not? I'm not sure the reporter that did that, but it just makes me laugh. He has that in his intro every time. And and you know, I mean, I guess that
1: could be a real reporter that found like a planted passport. But did you did you something? I'm sure. Did you think um, did the reporter look like it was staged up, or did it look like he kind of thought it was genuine because he probably got it planted on him you know or whatever do you remember oh, that yeah yeah
2: definitely got it definitely got planted and he just stumbled across it and he just called into a station i would assume just uh ignorance is the best defense most of the time or so they're I'm sure just the running just
1: cia operators from the get-go to call up like certain things and certain um Live feeds and say they saw a plane hit the towers. They saw uh, Muhammad Ali's passport. They, you know what I'm saying? Like set the narrative.
3: Then they have these 5031C churches, tax exempt churches teaching their flocks that Oh, look, they knew who it was. What a miracle, an unscathed passport on the sidewalk.
1: Oh, my God. That's what
3: they rev those churches up to do and get that population. And I'm saying this as a Christian, so I say it respectfully. Christians need to wake up.
1: Well, that whole, um, that whole thing was crazy. We should do a whole show on 9-11 sometime and get into some of the deep, into like a chronological deal or something with all the you know like a round table with various researchers and they can just throw in what they've heard or think is the case you know and kind of just get a bunch of information brewing in one common area
2: yeah I, I had my ideas before you before you talked about what you talked about the other day and uh, what you what you told us too was just you know kind of earth-shattering as well with like a blue screen and then uh missiles from the woolworth building but i always kind of had like my own little thought process but it'd be fun to do that for sure
1: yeah man there's a lot of different theories and and stuff um and it gets like pretty deep it's pretty pretty wild well we'll be back tomorrow same bat time same bat channel 7 p.m eastern 6 central weekdays on Ambellus talk network atn.live tell people about the network tell them about the live stream come here and listen to our programming we're going to fill out the schedule and stuff so it's going to be pretty uh, nice and it's uninhibited free talk we'll see you later have a good one
3: feels great to have that freedom thanks for setting it all up chef show some love everybody need to keep the lights on
1: Music like this, Good for example, uh, you're listening to this. This I have 100 hours into this remake from scratch.
3: I like it, Shep.
1: ATN.Live.